Fire respects no social distancing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, fire can be a total dick. There's going to be a time in the future when we look back and listen to content from this period of the world and everyone's just sick of hearing about the coronavirus. We're just going to be sitting there like, ah, we know half of humanity is dead. Get over it. We did 10 years ago. But this is going to be one of those episodes because as we live through these <sighs> uncertain times. We're not, we don't have to worry about monetizing our stuff so you can actually say the name of the disease. I already said coronavirus. It's so, I, I just like that's even people who aren't worried about monetization, like that is what we've come to refer to this as. We're not calling it the virus crisis. We're not calling it corona season. We're calling it these uncertain times, which just, you know, that's is a way of us all admitting to each other that we're a little bit stressed right now and we don't know what's going to happen. Also, corona season just sounds like we're going down to the beach. And that's the last thing you want to do right now. It depends on the beach. I mean, if there's not a lot of people there, go nuts. Right? I mean, they specifically keep saying in all the things, you can go outside. If you're not around other people, you should go outside and get a little exercise. It's good for you. Yeah, by all means. If you have a beach you can go to that has, like, nobody on it, then, yeah, go nuts. But Or people that are 20 feet. You can be, with like, not within 20 feet of people. That's great. Hey, guess what? Um, That's how I go to the beach anyways. Exactly. If I go to the beach, I stay the hell away from everyone. <laughs> Like, our beaches here aren't really, like, lay out in the sun and, and check out the bikini chicks sort of beaches. They're all rocky, and you just walk along the shore, you pick up seashells, and it's fine. It's totally fine. So my problem with this is that uh, a lot of people on the internet have spent their entire lives avoiding people and just judging people on the internet, and finally it's their time to shine. Like, I've been right. I, this is my time to go. You suck. You suck. You suck. Shut up. No one cares. Anyway. Um... <laughs> So as we live through these uncertain times, I have two main goals. Make sure my family does not get it until as late as possible because I'm not delusional and I don't think I'm going to avoid it. It's going to happen. We're just trying to push it off until there are enough respirators for everyone. And two, make sure my mother-in-law can poop. This is a very, very important job in my life and my wife's life. We are... we. <laughs> It's like she's some ex exotic animal that we have to keep track of. We have to keep track of her diet. We have to make sure that she gets her exercise and her proper entertainment. You put her on her wheel, make sure she runs around for at least five minutes. Take her for a walk and, and all kinds of stuff. So she has a routine. She has a very strict routine that we have to have to live by. And I've, I've, I've mentioned that we have to eat at certain times and it drives me nuts because I am not home at those times. But now I am, so it's fine. Part of that is that she needs to eat a certain amount of vegetables every day. So, like, my, we just had my birthday, and uh, I I got to pick what we had for dinner. I never get to pick what we had for dinner, Jason. I got to pick where we went out to. We got burgers and fries, and it was beautiful. I'm not trying to sound dramatic. I almost wept as I ate my burger <laughs> and fries. Like, I just, I was, like, talking, having a great time talking to my family and my wife and my mother-in-law and i took a bite and i was just silent and my son started to say something like you shut your mouth let me have this moment but we had to like get her a salad to go with her burger and fry we, we specifically ordered her the fish and chips because it came with coleslaw 
which counts as a vegetable because it helps her poop. And she's like, I don't want this. I want the burger that you guys are having. Like, but that's how you got the coleslaw. She's like, okay. And she started eating her coleslaw with great joy. Like th- those, are, that's made of cabbage. She's like, oh, well, cabbage. So we have to make sure she has a lot of vegetables and she needs to eat a yogurt every night. One yogurt. This was not a problem when we could go to Costco and buy 50 things of yogurt every other week because, you know, life is normal. We'll never have to stay away from other people. Ha <laughs> ha, how young we were. How foolish. Now, we're running out of yogurt. I was keeping track. I'm like, ooh, we're running pretty low on yogurt. I'll go to the store this Saturday and I'll get your, your mom some more yogurt. And my wife told me no. And I'm like, but, but she needs yogurt. I'm like, she'll live. I know she'll live, but she'll be cranky and, and constipated. Come on, let me go get her some yogurt. I'll order it online. <laughs> ah, no, let me just go to Costco. We're allowed to go to the store. We'll wipe it down. I'll take a shower. As soon as I get back, you can spray me in the face of Faisal. I need to get out of this house, and your mom needs yogurt. Let me do this for you. And her. And me. She's like, nope. Here, check out the our Amazon Fresh box. She bought, <laughs> I had to scroll, like 20 minutes. She bought like 30 single packs of yogurt. <laughs> from Amazon Fresh, because that's the only way you can get it. So that's my life. And I'm trying to get my mother-in-law on my side, like, no, you need yogurt, right? You need to tell your daughter to let me, her husband, go to the store to buy you yogurt. I won't have any fun, I promise. If she's a heavy sleeper, just use her like a ventriloquist dummy. (laughs) Wait for her to go to sleep and then hold her up right in front of the, in the doorway. (laughs) Do a a decent facsimile of her voice. I'm not saying you're not going to have to put in the work here, but if you want to get this done, if you want to leave this house, you're going to have to uh, do some research. That seems like a lot of effort. That means you don't want to leave the house that badly, then. Apparently, I don't. (laughs) So, have you had any strange battles about leaving the house or anything like in these uncertain times? Luckily, uh, my wife has done all the leaving of the house, except for me taking my son... And going to pick him up occasionally, which is just to the in-laws, which those are the only people we see. And uh, we've gotten very rare takeout. And I, I feel kind of bad, but we are we just can't be bothered to do the whole rigmarole that I've seen. Like Dr. Sanjay Gupta showing on the CNN where you, you get the groceries, you bring them home. This is your dirty area. You put them here in the clean area. You Before you put them there, you wipe them down with a disinfectant wipe. You put it down and then you dispose of the bag and blah, blah, blah. And you got to go take a shower. And I'm just like, no, that, that's not going to happen in this household. So we will get takeout and uh, bring it back and I'll dispose of the bag and get the other things into other containers if they need to be put in containers and not keep the ones they give us. We do that. But I mean, we've had pizza boxes in our fridge that... I think my wife maybe wiped down, but maybe not. And it's it's kind of half measures, and it's it's not great, but that's all I can be asked to do at this point, it feels like. There was one moment where I had takeout, and it was the weirdest food pickup since, uh, experience I've ever had. And could only be done in this these uh, weird, strange circumstances of our times, as you called it. Uncertain times, dude. Get it right. I don't want to. I want to use every possible way of saying it that you... Could possibly do in one These sentence. peculiar seconds of which we live. Yes. Odd times of our lives. Uh, so uh, we got takeout from a breakfast place. It's nearby. It's a very local place. Not very big. It hasn't been open for terribly long. We're like, we want to give them business so they can, you know, we know we have 
They have our support because they've supported our church. They just started bringing free bread on Sundays. Just like, hey, we made this and we wanted you to have it for your uh, people to eat. And so that's awesome. So like we returned the favor. So we went and got some breakfast from them. And it's on the way back from dropping my son off. So I'm just waiting in the parking lot because my wife says it's, you know, going to be ready at such and such time. Okay, it's not yet. So just wait in the car. So I'm waiting in the car. I can see the people in there working. They're making things. There's nobody else in the parking lot besides the cars of the people that are probably working. I'm like, it's curbside pickup. There's nothing at the curb, so I guess I just wait. And sure enough, once the about time they said it would be ready uh, passed, woman comes outside, has a bag, puts it on top of like some apple crates, and then just goes back inside. (laughs) And I know my wife had paid for it, so I know this food is paid for. I think they know it's paid for. They should. So am I supposed to go take this food? Yes, probably. Okay, so I thought about it for a good 30 seconds probably before I was like, I mean, that's a, I, I can see my name from there. I can see the name Jason on it, so I know it's for me. I Oh, well then yeah. Yeah, they, they have to know I paid for it, so I, I just go get this. So I I, I had not par- parked on the curb because it's a fire area, a fire zone. You're not supposed to park there. So even in the strangest of times, I thought, oh, I better not park there. So I just walked across <laughs> the parking lot and go, fire respects no <laughs> yeah, social I distancing. Mean, fire can be a total dick. So <laughs> I go across the parking lot and pick up the bag. And I'm like, when I grab the bag, I'm like, <laughs> like looking around for like, you know, you grab the bag and you're in the heist movie and they've, they've planted the, the ink in the bag and you try to look at it. It pulls up in your face. It's like, ah, oh, that got me. It was bait. I look in the bag and it's our food. And I'm like, okay. I, I, I wave inside like, Hey, I'm taking this just so you know, any security cameras watching me and they don't look up at all. They're doing their next task or whatever their next order. I'm like, Okay, going back to my car with this. Nobody shoot me. That's what it felt like. Uh, obviously not. And we've done it since in the same place. And There's someone in, in a van somewhere talking into things like, he made the pickup. Go, go, yeah. go. Swarm, swarm, yeah, swarm. Like I'm driving back and so there's going to be like a van following me all of a sudden. I'm like, oh no. I knew it. This food is hot. So yeah, perfectly normal. Got it back and ate it and there was no problem and like I said, we've done it since then, and this time it was actually there ready when I got there. So I just curbside, got out of the car, picked it up, boom, waved again just because that seems courteous. Nobody looked, so it's like, okay, nobody <laughs> nobody cares that I'm taking this food. They just trust that the right person took this, and we're all good people. I will not name the place just in case you're in the Richmond, Virginia area and want to get free food and say, hey, you know what? I should go watch this place and just go take that food. I was just thinking, like, like, man, I should go to a restaurant and just wait for people to put food outside and just take it and wave. Yeah. Yep, this is mine. Yeah. and there's I'm Cynthia. <laughs> and there's other pizza places that are, like, uh, you get carry out and you go up and they have the door locked so nobody can come in. And then they just come to the door, unlock it, and then go back behind the counter. And it's just, like, it just feels so weird. And, yeah, it just and that feels, like, way too much. Like... I get it. You want people to be safe. And they they are interacting with so many people that I shouldn't judge. Like, they are way beyond me. Like, this is my only human interaction today. And for them, it's like one of a thousand. So I should be less judgmental. Yeah, I mean, whatever they've got to do to get me the food, I I have no problems. Like, you you make yourself feel safe. And I, I also would like to see some effort. You know, you don't want to just come out to your car and give it to you and cough on their shoulder when they're giving it to you. It's like, oh, okay, I'm never going back here. But, yeah, it's it's... It, it's heartening to see all the the measures that most people are uh, businesses at least are taking. Uh, people, 
not at all. Like we have a. I was going to ask, like, are those teens still licking mailboxes out in your part of the neighborhood? As I pointed out after we recorded that podcast, if you don't listen uh, to that fun coronavirus cast, I mentioned that my wife. There was teens out in front of our house, and she was like, I don't know, what are they doing out there? They could be messing with our stuff, touching it, and licking mailboxes. What she actually <laughs> said was peeing in the mailbox, which I it's somehow stranger, but no. To my knowledge, they have not peed in our mailbox. They're not licking it. If they are, haha, joke's on you. It's filthy. Enjoy the bird poop. <laughs> no, but there is, like, nearby rivers and things where people, like, congregate on the weekends and hang out and river rafting and just having a good time and they still are doing that and i hope that curbs soon because that's just a bad idea yeah um i don't know it depends how big the river is you can be six feet away from somebody on a river right i i think most of the people that hang out just hang out in large groups like a tailgating situation where they just sit around and drink and hang out so i don't think that I, they're not actually getting and some are on the river yes definitely but most of it's just hanging out and getting diseases together so I think it's commendable that you are trying to to get out of the house and using your, your mother-in-law's <laughs> pooping as an, as an excuse. I'm just glad I don't have to have that excuse. I could just say, hey, I'm going to such and such and deal with it. Well, we, We've <laughs> talked about we live very different lives where if you just all of a sudden want to eat Taco Bell, you're allowed. And I'm just not. And that's <laughs> we, we're both OK with that. And it's fine, I guess. The very the, I don't want to go to Taco Bell. Well, yeah, it's, I I have, we have not done fast food. I, I have not done fast food since uh, things got locked down. Like it's just it, the the possibility, but also just it it's just not as appealing. I don't know because I never went in a restaurant to get it. It would always be drive through, so no, nothing's really changed. It's just I don't know. It's, it seems even less appealing. So we've gotten food out, but it's never been fast food. And I occasionally will hear an ad or see something about Taco Bell, such and such, the triple lupa, stupid products that they come up with. Triple like, lupa? That's a lot of lupas. I piqued your interest. Well, it's actually, not to get too into the weeds on it, but it's 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 not like a stacked. It's literally like a, this is this is one, this is one, this is one. So it's really long. And supposedly they have like different flavors in the outside ones and then the middle one like mixes it. So they're like three unique flavors. I'm like, no, that's not, you're not doing that. I'm sorry. I've never seen somebody put one of these together, but I can guarantee you the person that is does not care about the the flavors mixing. My wife is really diligent about going to the store when she does and stocking up on everything we need. So I feel like I need to eat that food versus, oh, thank you for going to the store and risking literally your life and the lives of your family. I'm going to go get tacos from a crap place. <laughs> Well, I mean, a lot of it's also probably, like you just mentioned, you want to support local businesses. You want to support the people who are really hard hit by this whole thing. I assume. I It sounds like you're being a good person in that regard. So you don't want to go to Taco Bell. Yeah, that's an aspect of it. Just that your, your lives changing in ways, different ways every day. and Or just the same way in every day and just dealing with it. Yeah, it's... It's kind of surreal. It is. And yet, the new normal. Yeah. In these strangest of times of our lives. Yeah. And, oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. I need to tell you the worst thing about this. Have you heard that they're going to change the rules about masks? Do you hear that? I mean, they want people to wear them in like high hit areas. Yeah. Well, so for the longest. Okay. 
the <laughs> Steve is regaining his composure. Just so you know, that's what that silence is. <laughs> I'm trying to think where to start. Okay, as I've mentioned. Another thing that gets me frustrated is that people act like this came out of nowhere and we had no way of knowing. We had plenty of way of knowing. It happened in China six months ago. Read the news. The news that actually talks about other countries, which is not Fox, not CNN. CNN does an okay job. Not the Huff Post. not any of our very U.S.-centric, very politicized, very commercial news outlets that a lot of people go for. Associated Press, BBC, Rutgers. Read the real news, people. All right. So it happened a long time ago in China, and China has been hit by SARS. China has been hit was hit harder than we were by the swine flu. They've been through this before, and so everyone just got out their masks and went about their day for a while. Uh, these masks are very much a sign of Chinese being sick in other Asian countries. It's a big deal to them when you're sick, or no, when when it's sick time, everyone wears a mask. Whether you're sick, whether people around you are sick. If people are talking about other people being sick, everyone puts a mask on. I hate these masks. They don't work well when you have a beard. They the they don't work well unless you wear them exactly right the entire time. They get germs on the outside of them, and so you need to take them off and sanitize them, or they do no good. And for the longest time, the WHO and the CDC said, don't use masks. They're like, they do more harm than good, and we need to save them for the people who know what they're doing with them and are actually taking care of sick people or actually sick people. If you're sick, because they only help you from spreading stuff out, is what I always heard. So I read all about yeah. masks. I knew all the reasons why the American experts said don't wear them. But my wife, the Chinese expert, told me to wear it. So I was the only freaking white guy on the bus with a mask. I told her, like, I love you. I will do what you want if it makes you feel better. I will wear this mask. I don't need to, but I respect you this much. And it became a thing. She's like, why do you resent the mask? I'm like, because the CDC, the WHO, the um, Surgeon General all told me not to. Like, all these experts, all these doctors, they say don't. And I'm ignoring all that advice for you, my love. But that is why I'm resi- resistant and why I think it's stupid and why I'm only doing it because I love you. And she's like, still, she like won't accept that. She wants to change the way I am and the way that the American people view masks. And then... The CDC changed their recommendations on me, and I have no legs to stand on, and my marriage is over. It's a good run. You made the most of it. Did I? I feel like I could have gotten more out of this. They gave mask guidance early on, saying, you know, these are the hairstyles that you can, the facial hairstyles, if you want to wear a mask, and it was very, very limited. So, yeah, you, you got to trim that thing off. And Well, that's the whole point of, like, quarantine, is I get to have a scrappy crap beard. Okay, then don't go outside. But I need to go outside. That's where the yogurt is. <laughs> all right then trim that thing off no <laughs> then you're caught in limbo i know i thought you had my back who i every time you say the who i think it's the band not the world health organization I'm like, <laughs> i don't think they care about what you're wearing outside that 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 being said somebody has to have done like a buzzfeed video of the who getting together on like zoom and telling everybody to wear masks and and dis- social distance and cover your face and wash your groceries and all that stuff if they haven't that that is just internet gold waiting to be made you're welcome you see whenever i say the who i think of cindy lou she's not the who she's a who what other who's can you name i'm i i, I can't Sorry. Yeah, exactly. She is the who that people know about. She's the who that matters. She's the who that is ruining my life by changing her stance on masks. Cindy Lou can suck an egg. 
And this has been checking in with Steve during the COVID-19 outbreak. (laughs) He might not be here next time. Wish him goodbye. It's going to break me. I'm going to grinch all over this thing. That sounds like a euphemism you did not mean to use. Oh, I'm going to grinch. I'm going to (laughs) grinch. i got to remember to use that on Christmas time. (laughs) If I never want to have sex again. (laughs) Pandemic or no. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. Oh, 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 oh,